0: Hey everyone, welcome to Ascend Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Uh, We are here in session three today in Matthew chapter three. Matthew chapter three reads, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, for this is he who was spoken by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not presume to say to yourself, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit, is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire." Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. In today's nugget, we're going to focus on the message that John has here uh, as he's baptizing in the wilderness. And so he's John the Baptist. So we could talk about his baptism. Uh, But I think the message is what the important part of this passage is, especially when we see some of the other people that are brought into this context. And so his message is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And as he calls people to repentance, he displays to them what that means. They're confessing their sins when you look down at verse 6. And so they're being baptized, they're confessing their sins, they're repenting, they're turning from a way in life in which they've been pursuing themselves and are turning to pursue God and the kingdom that he has that is at hand. Uh, And coming alongside to see this message, we have the Pharisees and the Sadducees, these religious leaders. And so uh, if we are new to this story, we might anticipate religious leaders like this uh, would be coming to respond in a right way to what he is calling them to do. Uh, But instead, we see that as they come to him, uh, he has a very, very cutting response to them. And so he calls them this brood of vipers. The brood of vipers, that literally is going to mean like the children of these vipers or their offspring that come from them. And vipers are poisonous. uh, And so even their children would have this very deadly poison that was with them. They might seem to be innocent, but the deadly poison that they have is coming Uh, and will have its full effect on the others around them. And so this is a first hint of an indictment uh, at the religious leaders at the time. And Jesus will later pick this up in the Gospel of Matthew, and we'll see how he refers to these religious leaders in the same way. And so when we think about that, the people that we would assume are religious, the people we would assume are the ones who are responding to Um, this call to repent and to follow and to focus on the kingdom of heaven at hand, are not the people who are responding to it. In fact, it's these other people that are coming. And the judgment that is linked to them is seen several other times through here. He focuses on that judgment uh, in verses 10 and 11 as well and so in verse 10 he talks about an axe cutting down a tree and so the image here is as they examine the fruit of the tree if it has fruit it won't be cut down if it doesn't have fruit it's going to be cut down and thrown into the fire symbols of the eternal judgment that are coming also he talks about how he's baptizing with water but the one who's coming after is mightier and will be baptizing with the holy spirit and then it links in verse 12 that to judgment as well so the winnowing fork is in his hands he's going to clear the threshing floor and he's going to throw the chaff out and they will be burned in the barn and so uh, these images of judgment here for lack of response to repentance and the call that we have to repent for our sins uh, and so it's a significant thing here is it foreshadows much of the conflict that we're going to see with Jesus and the religious leaders as well as puts central the call of what Jesus is going to call people to do a call Call for repentance, a call for the turning away from the ways that they've been and focusing on what God is calling them to do. So don't forget, as always, think about a question that you could come up with here. Uh, Seek out that answer uh, and seek someone else to talk with this passage about. And so today I want to focus on that talking. Uh, uh, with someone else about this. And so as we think about talking about repentance and calling other people to repentance, uh, one of the things that could be difficult is, how do I start that conversation? How do I talk with somebody who I'm not sure uh, what they believe about the Lord or what they believe about God or anything like that? Uh, How do I start that conversation? What could be some things that I could ask to get a better feel for those people and what they might believe Uh, Without getting too ahead of myself or without getting too far into it. And so a lot of times it's just asking questions and just asking some simple questions about, hey, what do you think our purpose is on earth? What do you think people's purpose is? Uh, What do you think we're here to do? Um, Do we have something that we're supposed to be doing uh, as all people at all times? You could also ask them just simple questions about do you believe in eternity or do you believe in concepts of heaven or hell or concepts of God? Uh, And those can be some things that can break that Uh, first easy icebreaker question as you're talking to some of those people. But then you'll need wisdom as you work from there and how you respond and how you work through that. So as you engage in those conversations, as you think about it, uh, you know I would just really encourage you to uh, do so with prayer and pray before you're going to have those conversations. Pray for opportunities to have those conversations uh, and then look for God to answer those opportunities as you live in your daily life and as you come across people who you may not Uh, know everything that they know about the Lord, or if they even believe in God, Uh, but you'll have an opportunity to share from God's Word and to ask those questions. And so it might be something a lot easier to ask some simple questions like that and just say, oh, hey, that's cool. I was just wondering what you think about those things, rather than saying or coming straight out, hey, you don't believe in God, well, you need to repent or you're going to hell. And so uh, there's a lot of things uh, that can turn people away from the gospel and coming straight on. Uh, with some claims like that is one of those and so you want to be sure that you are understanding that this is a person uh, it's a person who God is working in their heart, God is working in their life, uh, and we're being called to sow the seeds of the gospel, and the person might not be ready for that. Uh, and so we're supposed to be uh, faithful to spreading the gospel, to doing so with care and uh, with grace and with love uh, and well with truth. And so we want to make sure that we're being faithful to what we're called to do, uh, but also we want to make sure that we are attentive to the needs of those persons. So let's keep that in mind as we talk with other people about what we're learning and what we're looking at in God's word, uh, to always look at them as an individual who is loved in the sight of God, uh, to not try to uh, argue or um, be antagonistic towards them, um, but to be constantly praying when we're engaging with these people, to be constantly uh, thinking of them in the way that God views them uh, as being valuable, as being made in his image and likeness. uh, And then we are faithful to doing what God is calling us to do and being in the light, being the gospel for the people, whoever he brings into our lives. And so uh, let that truth, let that fact walk with you today as you seek to walk with the Lord uh, and know, as always, you are loved.